0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to What Am I Missing, the podcast where I attempt to fill in the gaps of my knowledge through conversations with friends. I'm your host, Brett Walden, and today I'm talking to Megan Borkus about Jaws. That's the movie. That's the ride. And it's also the book. We get into all three. Megan is uh, one of those people that I've known for uh, a few years. She loves the movie. Uh, She's worked the Jaws ride, as you'll soon learn, and she was there when it closed. Um, I always joke that Megan is the Ted McGinley of Universal, uh, which is a random joke to make. I understand that, but uh, for those of you who don't know, Ted McGinley um, was on Married with Children. He played, uh, what was the character's name, Steve? And uh, the joke is that any show that he ever got on was immediately canceled, and um, Megan is no different. Um, I believe, if I have my Megan Borges history correct, she started at Earthquake or worked at Earthquake, the ride, and that got shut down, Uh, turned into Disaster, where she also worked, and that got shut down, and Jaws got shut down. So I'm just waiting for Diagon Alley to get shut down any second now. But um, in the meantime, while I still have a job, and Megan does, um, please enjoy this episode uh, all about Jaws the movie that I mentioned last week not knowing a lot about and now I know a whole lot more so I'm very excited for that as most times there's a sneak peek of next week's episode at the end of this show so stick around for that but enough preamble let's all get ourselves a bigger boat with Megan Borkus take it away Anthony started then All right. listen up everybody you just heard that voice here she is she's not making it a secret her name's Megan Borkas she's here to talk about something very very um uh unknown to me really yeah yep really I'm 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 sorry to admit that um I missed a whole lot of pop culture from the 80s especially are
1: you serious well this is 70s 80s 70s
0: 80s um yeah, I uh, I wasn't born in the 70s yet, so uh, and I only work moving forward in time.
1: When were you born?
0: 1982. Oh, Did you think I was born I in the 70s? I
1: don't know. I don't know. I don't know why. Oh,
0: that was the shortest episode ever. Oh, well,
1: no. <laughs> bye,
0: everyone. Thank you. No, I was born in
1: 1982. No, that makes sense. I, uh, my sister just turned 40, and she doesn't seem... Cool. You're making it worse. I'm making it worse. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry.
0: <laughs> Say hello to everybody, Megan.
1: Hello, everybody. Who are you? I am uh, uh, Orlando native Megan Borkus Here I am talking about uh, Jaws. 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 The Jaws.
0: Are we talking about Jaws the movie? We Jaws the about ride?
1: All of it.
0: We're talking about anything. Baby. Anything with a jaw.
1: Anything with a jaw. Cool. Not the villain from Bond. I don't know anything about him.
0: Oh yeah. It, was his name Jaws? Yes. Oh yeah, we're not talking about that.
1: No. He had he had a metal jaw.
0: Yeah.
1: Right? That was like the whole thing? <laughs>
0: that was his thing.
1: Cool. That's
0: all he needed. That's it, man. Um, so let's uh let's talk about you a little bit. Okay. You're a native. I am. Were you born here?
1: I was. My family uh was all on Long Island before they moved down here and had me. Oh. I'm the only Floridian in my family. Is that right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, they moved down when my sister was, I think, two or three. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then uh, had me here, and I grew up going to the theme parks around, yeah. around about. That
0: was going to be my next question. So you obviously you 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 grew up sort of going to the theme parks. So you experienced Jaws pretty early on. I then. did.
1: I I was too afraid to go on it when it. Um, first opened the first iteration of it in 1990 mm-hmm. uh when it opened with the park but i um i did go on it after the changeover i don't even know if you know about that no so
0: why would i <laughs> I, jump- was... I
1: don't know we're jumping right into the jaws right i was
0: a spry 28 years <laughs> old in
1: 1990 um yep that's forever. You're going to be 50 years old to me forever. <laughs> Jeepers. Um, Jeepers. Uh, yeah, so when when Universal Studios opened in 1990, they had um, a bunch of iconic rides um, that they were uh, advertising. Mm-hmm. So it was Jaws, King Kong, Earthquake, um, E.T., which is the only original one still left. Right. Um, but the Jaws ride uh, was actually... Kind of a marvel in in uh in ride operations because it was it was a track underwater, yeah, right um and they uh originally had the original ending from the first movie where the shark is blown up by a grenade launcher
0: mm-hmm.
1: um and that happened in the ride, oh wow, where the skipper shot the shark
0: <laughs> yeah,
1: and there was a Huge explosion of blood and guts and water. Really? Yes. In the ride? In the ride. Wow. Um, the reason that that didn't last more than three years was because uh, all the blood and guts would gunk up the works of the ride. Yeah. Um, and also, it was in water, and it couldn't be contained. So when people were getting on the ride, they would see little chunks floating okay. floating by. And they were like, well, I guess the ride's ruined. I guess that happens at the end. Spoiler. Um,
0: they couldn't just call it chum or something. No, no, no. We're no. chumming the waters. Chumming the water. No. No.
1: Because even though Amity is a fishing town, they, uh, Amity boat tours, uh, they don't. They're the whole thing is you're not going to see any sharks.
0: Oh right, I guess chumming the waters would attract sharks. Correct. Got it. Correct. Okay.
1: Yeah. Um, so that ending got canned pretty fast. Uh, And then they they redid it in 1993 to the ending of actually the second movie. um, Where, I don't know how many... Have you seen any of the movies?
0: I've seen seen Jaws. You've seen Jaws. Um, Once last year at a 4th of July party in a swimming pool.
1: That's awesome.
0: So I have a general sense of what the movie's about. That was the
1: only time you've ever seen it?
0: Yes. Yes.
1: Oh my gosh, Brett. I don't even know. There's so much that I need to talk to you about. Now. Well, yeah, that's oh, the point. Oh, boy. Oh.
0: The show isn't called, like, what have I already been <laughs> what have
1: I, acquainted what have I with. What about already? Um,
0: tell me something that I already know a lot about. You,
1: you, I'll tell you if you're right. <laughs> um, yeah, so the second movie, mm-hmm. um, Jaws 2, is... Good name. Uh, yeah. Um, was the only movie that also had Roy Scheider in it. Um... It had most of the original cast, actually. The mayor was the same mayor mm-hmm. uh, in the second movie.
0: He got re-elected. He sure did. What a weird thing.
1: And, well, you know, it, it became a tourist town after the shark attacks.
0: Okay. Yeah, well, that makes sense. According
1: according to the ride lore, technically, um, that was kind of the thing. And then in the in the movie, they open a new resort to attract people to come over and, and spend their summers in Amity. Mm-hmm. Um, And Brody's kids are kind of grown up. Michael is a teenager now and he's like, he's got this like girl that he likes. Um, But basically the end of that movie, um, there's this great foreshadowing scene towards the beginning where uh, they go out. There's something happening in, in the water farther out. And they go out and they're like, oh yeah, it's the power line. <laughs> this this powers all of Amity. If this were to get snagged, dirt, 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 and like this whole right. power line under the water thing. Right. So of course, at the end of the movie, Jaws bites the power line, gets electrocuted. End of that movie.
0: Oh, that's it. Really? Mm-hmm. Okay. So they
1: kind of attract him to come in and bite the power line. Is it
0: as passive as you're making it sound? Um,
1: I mean it's it's.
0: Or is there like a, a weird plan in place to get there the wire into his mouth? Is
1: there is a we're gonna make him come towards this, and that's how we're gonna get him, right? Okay. So they the I feel like I'm gonna explain the whole movie, and it's gonna be super boring for everybody. But um, not for me. I've not seen it. <laughs> all of the kids, including Michael, yeah, um, and and Sean, who's the younger kid. Go out. Um, there's a sailing competition. Um, they get attacked in, in the water. Brody hears about it. He's been fired from uh, chief of police. Oh, be- during the course of the movie because be- because he the shark thing is happening again, mm-hmm. and Mayor Vaughn's like, "Not again, you won't." And he's like, "You're fired," which I don't think he has the authority to do.
0: I don't. Well, I don't think his jurisdiction includes the sea. No. That's... But
1: it is... It is that's a, maritime. <laughs> that's true. That's
0: maritime police.
1: You're right. I mean, but it is an ocean town. Right? It's a beach town. That's kind of the whole thing. It's an island. I
0: just... I don't know that police... I don't think that was in his job description.
1: But once the shark starts attacking the people of the island, that's his jurisdiction now. Right. So he has to take care of that situation. If the
0: shark was like mugging people, I'd be like... Yeah, you're not doing your job.
1: That's true. You know. Well, it's not even like it, he didn't get fired because he was doing his job. He got fired because Mayor Vaughn was like, "This isn't going to happen again." The shark is
0: clearly reacting to you being on the police force.
1: No, he was. He's he's just like I don't. You're not closing the beaches again.
0: Oh, so he was afraid he's... of him doing his job too well. Yes, Ugh.
1: Mayor Vaughn is a douche face. Classic. Mayor Vaughn is the the worst and I'll get into the book a little later he's even worse in the book um he's involved in the mafia in the book Ooh, of course he is <laughs> um but anyway so the end of the movie uh all of the kids go over they kind of float out to this island um, near where the power line is mm-hmm. and Brody goes out to find them because his his kid is out there um and they kind of attract the shark to come towards the power line, and that's how they get him at the end. Got it. Right. So the ride in 1993 was changed to that ending. Oh, okay. Um, where the shark comes up and bites a power line, and the and the skipper kind of shoots. It was unclear whether we were shooting the shark or whether we were shooting the, the
0: power, power line?
1: thing. Yeah, the generator.
0: Um, both options seem to be unnecessary. Correct. But I suppose if you have a gun, did it create an explosion?
1: So, uh, uh, so we shot twice. Yeah. Um, it did not have an explode. It was like it was more an electrocution. Right. So you would it, there was smoke, and there was like strobes. Yeah. And the shark would go. Rah! You'd
0: go yowza, yowza, yeah, yeah,
1: and you would see his skeleton. <laughs> Um God, I wish that I was would, the game. I that would, ride would still be open. It would still be there. <laughs>
0: if you saw his little Man. skeleton. <laughs> <laughs> um
1: but then you would see his, his charred body come up later. Mm. Uh and you go, wow, that thing is disgusting. We really roasted him, and then he'd lurch towards the boat again. Zombie shark. Zombie shark. And Great. then you'd shoot him one more time. Oh, go, Ooh, what a day. <laughs> that was the line.
0: Yeah, I can start to see why they uh, maybe shut that ride down. Look
1: at <laughs> it! It was it was one of the most technically advanced rides to have ever been built, right, in a theme park at that time. Yeah, um, because you had the skipper, who was like an interactive thing, which was n- not really done except for Kong, because mm-hmm. there was a there was a guy on Kong, uh, and then. The boat being on the track was completely new. Mm-hmm. Um, you had all of the, the sharks in the water, which were uh, pain in the ass, but like...
0: Well, yeah, because it's basically machines, right? You've got so, robots underwater.
1: Yeah, so the way that they did it in Orlando was... Um, Men. Hydraulics. Oh, I was so, going to say men in suits. Yeah, it was men in suits. Yelda, um, <laughs> uh That's why they shut it down. It's too expensive. Pay those guys. Um, but they, uh, it, it was hydraulics and they they would very often leak hydraulic fluid hmm. into the water. Uh, and then they would stop working. Right. And, and then we would have to shut down for a while. I've done uh, no shark tour before, where I just did a a tour of the island when I knew all the sharks were going to be out. Oh. I just (laughs) did like, this is Brody's house, and this is the lighthouse, and this is the...
0: So literally, you just did what was promised at the top.
1: Correct. And then people got off the ride, and they were like, I don't...
0: (laughs) You're like, I'm not lying.
1: What is... (laughs) what was that? Like, (laughs) I thought we were supposed to see a shark. And I was like, nah. When did I ever promise that? I never said nothing about no shark. Well, so
0: we should make clear that you, you worked that ride. I did. You were a skipper. Till the end. Till the the very end. end. Were you there on the last day?
1: I was. It was very sad. Yeah. How long did you do that for? um, I was at, I was at Jaws for two, three years. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm-hmm. I started at, Earthquake and then transferred over to Jaws. So I did two rides that closed. Um, yeah.
0: I think, I think at the time I called you the Ted McGinley of Universal. Yeah, I was the closer. Anything that you got to be a part of, they shut down.
1: Yeah.
0: Very quickly. Disaster. Jaws.
1: Jaws. Earthquake.
0: Yeah. Diagon Alley's next. Uh, Sinbad.
1: Hate to say it. <laughs> yeah. 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 Alley. You've got I'm the not touch. Not doing well. You've not got doing. the touch. Yeah, man.
0: Um, did, was that was that something, so you, you sort of mentioned um, visiting as a kid. Was that something that you would, then once you finally got up the courage to go on the ride, was that something that you were then like, I want to be a part of this? Like, was that, you I know? I was
1: uh, very scared of the ride. Yeah. When I was on the ride. I, I don't think I saw the ride until maybe the 10th time I had been on it. Because I was like...
0: Really? Covered
1: my eyes. Yeah. Um, hated it. Hated it. Uh, and then when I was in high school and I was like they I was 18 and I was like I'm gonna go get a job at Universal and that's what I wanted to do and they didn't have any part-time positions open at Jaws uh-huh. it was only full-time and I was like well I can't do that so I got Earthquake instead and it was kind of like second choice <laughs> right, right. <laughs> um
0: so Jaws what that's what you wanted to do yes yeah yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. I went in wanting to do that ride because it's Crazy. And you hear these stories about these people who worked for that ride that I knew once I started working there who were insane. The people were? Yes. There were stories about, um, I don't even know if I should be saying that. The ride's closed. It's fine. Right? Nobody listens, um, to, this nobody listens to this podcast. Nobody listens to this podcast. Okay. But um, skippers would get off the ride in the boathouse. Hmm? So there would be no skipper on the on the boat. The boat would be driving itself with the guests on it. Um, run around the island, jump back on at the at the power barge okay. to kill a shark. For for no reason. Just because they were bored. Just because they but were like, bored. It, yeah. just like to see if they could do it. <laughs> um to see if they could make it in time. Yeah. And then like uh, you know, they would do when the ride was down, we would do amity bench tours where we would set up three benches and have guests sit down and do the tour but on land and have people like with squirt guns and it it, fun oh it was a lot
0: yeah
1: uh ops people are crazy (laughs) um but yeah it it was super fun and it, it by the time i got there most of the stuff had been like you can't do any of this. Right, they weeded it out. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, but we always heard those stories about skippers who would dive into the water and like, how much of that is true, I don't know. Um, but I do know about the no skipper tours. I know people who have done it.
0: That's insane. Yeah. That's an insane thing. Mm-hmm. Just from a job keeping mm-hmm. uh, perspective.
1: Well, this was before the internet or or cell phones or anything. so. right who's to say like right your friend is up in the in the tower watching the stuff they're not gonna rat on you like (laughs) that's true you know yeah and to
0: be fair probably nobody was going to universal at that time anyway
1: Mm -mm.
0: not a lot of guests
1: i mean nothing worked when it opened right they were given out Free passes to come back
0: so was jaws because universal i know um w- was sort of very heavily tied to steven spielberg and mm-hmm. like the the success of the opening of that park really hinged on his involvement yeah and so was jaws a part of that agreement where it was
1: um well jaws was owned by universal right um i don't know how much of that was spiel spielberg really his main attachment was to et and that's probably the reason it's still there yeah um but uh you know jaws was the first summer blockbuster mm-hmm. and they they integrated it into the tram tour in hollywood in 1976 a year after the movie was out um right and that was always a super popular part of that ride um, even though the shark kind of flies out of the water. I don't know if you've seen video of it.
0: I actually, yeah, just about a week and a half ago, I finally saw video of it. And...
1: Yikes. <laughs> not, not great. Not convincing. Yeah. Um, I do like the fact that there's, there's like a diver in the water and the tram tour tour guide's like, Hey, hey there's uh, there's Joe out there. Hey Joe. Hey. hey, what's that? Joe, Joe, there's a, Joe, there's a fan. Joe, and then it gets he gets pulled under the water, and you see blood and stuff like that. Oh, I thought th- like that's kind of cool. Yeah, uh, and we didn't have that in Orlando, but right. Uh, and then the shark flies at you from out of the water, and you lose all sense of yeah fear.
0: Um, <laughs> growing up, not in Orlando, but mm-hmm. sort of being aware of it through the television shows that I would watch, especially on like Nickelodeon and yes. stuff. Um, the the jaws popping out of the water thing was. Iconic,
1: Yeah, big deal.
0: It, it was very much attached to this idea of Universal Studios as as an entity. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it always was, never having visited before I lived here, it was always something in my mind, I think, that was, um, to be quite honest, much more spectacular than it tr- re- actually was yeah. in, in practice. Yeah. Um, you know, because, uh, and, and maybe it was just because I didn't experience it Early enough, or at the right age, where it was just like, "Wow, wow shot!" You know, a, it's a real shot. Yeah, um, mm. I saw it. Let's see, it would have been six or seven years ago, so I was 40? 60, <laughs> 63 years old, right? Um, and it was, it was, it was fun in the same way that ET was is fun, sure. where you're just like, "Oh, oh. this is history," you right. know. But it was, um, it, it was, it, it was, it was, but it was something to To be able to see the shark coming off the water and actually yeah. experience it, like you know that it is cool. Yeah. It is a cool thing.
1: Well, that's. I mean, that's the thing that we said when the ride closed. It was like the ride was kind of mm, on its way out anyway. But it was the skippers that made it. Right. You had a great skipper. It was like the best ride.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, and and I don't even put myself in that. There were there were like a handful of people that I worked with that I was like, you guys are fucking great. <laughs> like you're so good at this job. Right. Um and even though we had a script and we were supposed to stick to the script some of the best skippers were the ones who like kind of went a little off script sure
0: you know yeah well i find that's kind of the thing uh, disaster was the same way yeah you know where it was like you you could have you could have a Lonnie that um, just didn't know what they were doing and it could be the most miserable 25 minutes Christ. and you could have you could have a Lonnie that it was just like it could become your favorite experience of Absolutely. the entire thing and i and i'm I kind of lament the 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 idea that more and more both theme parks, mm-hmm. Disney and Universal, are sort of doing away with talent yeah. in exchange for spectacle, yeah. and you know, and sort of uh, rides based on pre-existing properties, and they're mm-hmm. they're losing that sort of human touch.
1: Well, and I think a lot of that is because uh, of the risk of having somebody who's not very good at their job, right. and that's it's not the ride's fault right if they're not good at their job um but you know you really have to have consistently good talent yeah to make things
0: yeah
1: shine like that
0: which shouldn't be too hard to find shouldn't be shouldn't be (laughs) um so anyway so let's uh so 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 take me back to the beginning okay um Jaw, does it start out as a book?
1: It was a book first. Okay. Peter Benchley um, wrote the book Jaws in 1974 and he did not think it was going to do very well. Mm. And he grew up kind of obsessed with these stories that people would tell about sharks and like the only good shark is a dead shark and da 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 and like how uh, they kind of represented mystery for him and like this kind of silent terror that would attack for no reason right and of course now we know that that's not the case and he actually became a uh, a marine conservationist really um, yeah so he's after he's doing, write, writing the book yeah he's doing a lot of like hardcore like save the sharks kind of a thing right um
0: is that out of guilt
1: i think it is you yeah. know i i uh this is the i brought my my copy of the book um in the anniversary edition, he talks about he has a whole forward about like, I am getting letters from these people who who like, are starting to learn more about sharks and and I feel terrible that I, kind of put this fear of yeah. sharks into because like, they're not they're not really man eaters they they don't know what they're eating sometimes right because they're they're basically like bats they do. Sonar mm-hmm. underwater. Um, so if they see a big thing, they're like, "Ah, uh, that might be food."
0: <laughs> then right. They just
1: kind of like bite it. Yeah, is it food? No. All right, cool. Um, but yeah, he uh...
0: Robbie Pygott, by the way, yeah. is going to love that you are mentioning all of this. Hey, yeah. Robbie. He's uh We like to give him a hard time um, in the in the green room at SAC because he he is so passionate about like sharks and shark oh, facts. Oh, really? And... I didn't know
1: that. Oh, yeah. Um,
0: and so we like to throw. I know he
1: dives, but. We,
0: we like to uh, throw false shark facts no. at him and watch, <laughs> and watch him get upset. Oh, wrong. But yes, he'll be very happy to but hear yeah, that it, you they're, are. Yeah,
1: they're not. They're dangerous because of their size and how like, sharp their teeth are, I right. guess. But um, they're really. They don't seek out humans. In fact, he talks about how they don't like the taste of humans because. Mm. They're too bony, and they like there's not enough meat. Right. Uh, it, like comparison with seals that they usually eat. Right. Um, but yeah, he's he's got a lot of guilt over the fact yeah. that the especially the great white sharks are getting killed off. Right. You know they might not be around much longer. And
0: so he obviously, but he doesn't know any of this when he first starts writing right. the book.
1: Yes. So he just he wants to write like a thriller about. This uh, this little town, this beach town that survives off of summer dollars and what would happen if a shark started like targeting the the people of this beach town just because there's a food source there because right. th- there's people in the water all the time. Um,
0: I mean, it writes itself.
1: It, I mean, uh, but like it's, if you haven't read it, you really should read it um, because it's he wrote the, he, part, he partially wrote the screenplay for the movie as well. Um, but when he was writing the screenplay, the producers came up to him and they were like, no mafia stuff, no romance stuff. Because there's a whole storyline in the book about Ellen Brody having an affair with Matt Hooper. Oh, snap. Oh, yeah. Because Ellen is like kind of higher class. She's from... Long Island, and she, like, came down to the beach for the summer, and that's where she met Brody, and then they got married, because she kind of didn't really want to be rich anymore, but then she kind of has the guilt about, well, I miss my money, and so right. so <laughs> Hooper comes down, and he's, like, this rich kid, uh, and she's like, oh, cool, and, like, they go and have sex in a motel, and she's, like, nice, feels all this guilt about it, because she's like, I don't really... I really love my husband. And right. It's like this whole thing. So the producer's like, none of that. None of that in the movie. Is it, <laughs>
0: is it hinted at at all in the movie?
1: Mm-mm. No.
0: No whiff of it.
1: Well, they talk about how Hooper is is a rich kid and there's kind of, having read the book, I can read into some of the scenes where right. she's talking to him and be like, oh, she wants it. Yeah. Um, but it's not specifically laid out. No. In the movie, no.
0: Yeah.
1: Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um... But, uh, yeah, there's, like, uh, the reason why Mayor Vaughn is so adamant about not closing the beaches is because he owes the mob, like, a ton of money.
0: Yeah. That's a good motivation.
1: Yeah. And they just cut it out of the movie completely. Yeah. Um, Because if I
0: remember from my one viewing of it, (laughs) um, I do remember coming away from the movie going, there really wasn't a reason given, except that this is just, this is when they make their money. Right. And so, you know, but it's just, it's very uh, irresponsible.
1: Yeah. Oh, totally.
0: In the film, at least in in the book, it sounds like they give him personal motivation to just be like, no, you know, they're, yeah. they're going to break my thumbs.
1: Yeah. 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 Well, and you know, the, there's a, a journalist character who's in the movie for very brief, very brief portions. Um, but he's more of a big character in the book. And he kind of helps with the cover up um, because they kind of they're just kind of like, we don't really want to make make waves. Um, We don't want to make this a big deal. Uh, So we're not going to report on the first three killings that happen. (laughs) Like there's way more carnage in the book than happens in the movie.
0: So is the book about the shark or is it about the people?
1: It's about the people. Yeah. Yeah, that's what Um, it sounds like. It's kind of. uh, I was talking to somebody about this yesterday, actually, and they were, they were like, "I like to think of it as the town is full of sharks." Mm -hmm. And I was like, "Oh, gross." Yeah, that's right. Yeah, (laughs) it's pretty accurate. Um, But yeah, it's really not about the shark.
0: And so, so in in classic blockbuster style, though, Mm -hmm. in setting the template for that, it sounds like the movie version, they were just like, we're going to focus all of our stuff on the monster.
1: Right. Which didn't even show up until pretty much the end of the movie. Right. Because it didn't work. Yeah. And Spielberg, it was Spielberg's like real first movie. He was 24 when he directed it. That's disgusting. Doesn't that make you sick? That's disgusting. As a 65-year-old man, doesn't that make you want to die
0: was i doing <laughs> with my life 40 years ago
1: um but he uh yeah he he had all these big ideas about well the shark's going to show up at in the very beginning you're going to see it and, da, da, da. and and the mechanics just didn't work in the salt water right um, cuz they were shooting in the ocean they had these big rigs that they would dunk into the ocean and then go okay now it's going to work <laughs> Okay, let's go on a break. We gotta get the shark to start working again. Man, oh man, crazy. So it forced him to kind of develop this suspense that you really hadn't seen prior to the movie, right? Because you you see a monster movie, you see the monster like right away, sure. Except for this one, where you don't see it until yeah a a third of the way through the movie. So they
0: kind of he kind of accidentally stumbled upon this psychology of. You know, the thing that the, your audience can imagine is always going to be scarier than yeah. than the thing you can come up with. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, there was supposed to be this scene. Uh, I don't know if you remember when the, the kid goes off on the raft. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You were supposed to see the shark come up, clamp down on the kid, and then go back into the water. And it didn't work as planned. So you just kind of see him roll over the kid. Um, but it was supposed to be a lot more blood, a lot more like right. crazy, crazy, crazy scene. Um, and it just didn't work. But I think the way that it turned out was kind of better. Cause you just see this kind of flash of like, what is, what was that?
0: Right. Well, it's almost like you see what, what somebody sitting on the beach on the would beach. see. Yeah,
1: absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Um,
0: so real quick, just yeah. for, if anybody else is out there who hasn't seen it, we don't, we don't need to go beat by beat oh, through yeah, the movie, yeah, yeah. but summarize summarize the movie just real quick.
1: Sure. Um, so you've got Chief Martin Brody, new kid in town. Yeah. He is uh, from the mainland. He has moved to Amity to take over as the chief of police with his family, his wife Ellen, his two kids, uh, Michael and Sean, hmm. who are very young. Um, he, uh, doesn't like the water, so this is a great job for him. Uh, he doesn't really know the town very well. This shark attack happens at the very top of the movie with this girl who goes swimming in the middle of the night. She gets attacked. Um, her date falls asleep drunk on the beach, doesn't know what happened to her. They find her arm muddled in some kelp that kind of sets off this whole thing. Yeah. Where it's like, uh, Brody immediately thinks it's a shark attack. They get a medical examiner in. The medical examiner says, no, it was a boating incident. Of course. And he goes, it was not.
0: (laughs) Boats don't eat people. Boats
1: don't. That's not going to. Okay. Mayor comes in. He goes, listen, man, it's getting real close to the 4th of July. If you could just not make this a big deal, that'd be great. Because we make all of our money in the summer. And all these people are depending on the summer money to get them through the winter. Please don't make this a big deal because you're new. And uh, I know more than you. And I'm in the mafia, but we're not going to talk about (laughs) it. Um, But, uh, and then, um, what else happens? Oh, two more people die. Um, One kid, uh, Alex Kittner, dies on a raft. Uh, His mother finds out that there was another shark attack before her child was killed and gets very angry gets the press involved um, they close the beaches um, the the 4th of July weekend comes and there uh, the beaches are kind of closed but not really like he doesn't have the jurisdiction to actually close the beaches right they just kind of suggest maybe don't Don't do it. Um, They have helicopters on watch. Uh, Brody is super stressed um, because he feels a lot of guilt because these people have died on his watch and he could have done something about it. Right. Um, uh, There's a couple... There's another shark attack um, uh, during Fourth of July weekend uh, and people freak out. They have a press conference Um, to post a reward for whoever can catch and kill this shark. Mm -hmm. Um, Enter Quint. Uh, Quint is the captain of a a, a fishing company, (laughs) like a sport fishing company. Uh, And he's like, yeah, I'll do it. I could do it. He's like this gruff old guy. Um, Basically... There's a whole lot of other exposition. They they think they've found the shark. It's not the shark. They end up doing an autopsy on the shark that they found, and it, it's, like, not not at all right. the shark that has killed all these people. Um, so they all go out on Quint's boat to find and kill this big, great white shark that's been harassing the town. Um, uh, and this is after, like, I would say four or five deaths. They finally do something about it.
0: They're forced to acknowledge that, yes, there's a right. shark and it's killing people. Right, right,
1: right, right, right. Um, uh, Quint ends up dying uh, when they're trying to kill the shark mm. on the boat. Um, the shark basically attacks the boat, um, swallows Quint whole, and... <laughs> uh, Hooper tries to go down into a cage to, like, harpoon it. Mm -hmm. In the book, he dies. Hooper does? Yeah. In the cage. Um, But he gets away in the movie um, because it's Richard Dreyfuss. And and then Brody eventually uh, shoots a oxygen tank that gets into the shark's mouth. Blows him up. Yep. And then...
0: Kills him with science. Kills him with science. Actual science. Yep,
1: yep, yep that definitely would happen
0: (laughs) you know when you shoot oxygen Mm -hmm. (laughs) um and that's 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 the end
1: that's the end of the movie and then they kind of swim back to shore pan out pan out
0: helicopter shot
1: happy fourth of july Happy fourth
0: of july um so what why (laughs) why is it Why is it the movie that it is? Why does it get the response that it does? Why does it connect with so many people?
1: Mm. Um, When this movie came out and and subsequently afterwards, when people have seen it for the first time, they have been afraid to go into the water. Because like we were talking about, you don't see the shark for a majority of the movie. So your brain goes... It, it's making the connection between the water and the danger. So, mm. if you're in the water, people were afraid to go into the pool. Right. After this movie. Right. Um, and I think a lot of that has to do with the fact that there was so much, uh, so many problems during shooting. So, it kind of turned it into this awesome suspense movie. That hadn't been seen before. Right. I mean, that's that's really what it comes down to is it's, it was the first summer blockbuster ever.
0: Right. Um, so you think it's 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 almost traumatizing in a way that it it what it connects people to it. It makes them want to come back to it because it because it triggers such a a, a deep emotional response.
1: Yeah. Well, they're, it, they
0: are they want to show their friends. They go, you got to see this movie. Right. It's insane.
1: Well, and you don't you people don't really know a lot about sharks even now. Right. Um, especially back then, there wasn't a lot of research done yeah. at all. Right. Um, so you know
0: Well yeah, that's how we get movies like Jaws.
1: Exactly. Um, but people I think went in going, I'm gonna learn some stuff about sharks. And then they were like, This is very scary. Yeah. <laughs> um, and that was kind of their basis of we can't go to the beach anymore. Like this is not going to work out well if we go into the ocean.
0: Did it, do you know if there were any sort of real world effects, you know, sort of after the movie came out of beach towns, like actual beach towns feeling?
1: Uh, I'm, I'm not sure. I'm sure that we could probably look it up, but yeah, I, I expect that. Yeah. There was some kind of a response. Um, just because they don't really go into it in the movie that these kind of sharks don't really right. go that close to the shore. <laughs> right. They don't really attack people that often. Um, yeah, I, I, really think it, it just created a psychosis kind of a thing where people were afraid right. for no reason. Yeah. But just because they saw this well, movie. Well,
0: mo- I mean, yeah, the movie gave them a reason. But it's just, it's so, I mean, I guess the reason I'm asking is because, like I said, I didn't grow up with it. I didn't see it for a very long time. But it would show up in things that I would watch mm-hmm. or that I would read. It was just like you couldn't help but, but feel sort of the residual effects of this movie on the creators of other things. Right. So, like, for instance, um, Kevin Smith. Was I loved his movies. I still do, but loved his (laughs) movies in high school especially. And it was like he clearly loved Jaws. Mm -hmm. He would name his characters after characters in Jaws. Oh, yeah, Mallrats. Mallrats. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Brody. Brody, uh, Quint, and then he even...
1: uh, Who's Quint?
0: T.S.'s last name is Quint. Oh. Yeah, and he even um, had... He had written a scene... Um, where they were going to be sort of sitting at a table and comparing scars.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, oh, didn't that happen in Chasing Amy? It
0: happened in Chasing Amy. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, but that was intended for Mallrats. But it's a direct reference to the scene the in Jaws. Jaws, except they're not talking about shark attacks; they're talking about oral sex. Right. But, <laughs> but, but it is. And then, and then in, in Chasing Amy, you have Hooper X, oh, yeah, the yeah. the Black Militia yep. character. But you know, so so these things pop up and Mm -hmm. you see them all the time we're gonna need a bigger boat Mm -hmm. right so even if like myself you've never seen the movie you've almost seen the movie
1: yeah that's true
0: and it's like I mean it was good don't get me wrong when I saw it (laughs) but I'm like why
1: I think the fact that you had seen so many references before you had seen the movie for the first time kind of tainted that for you maybe sure um I, I'm sure Kevin Smith made all these references after seeing the movie and going, this is great. And it's like a male bonding movie. Mm-hmm. People talk about how it's like three guys from three different walks of life getting forced onto a boat together right. um, and kind of having to deal with that. Um, people compared it to Vietnam, like the Vietnam uh, uh Vietnam. I don't remember. They talk about something in the book, uh, in the foreword. But they talk about comparing it to Watergate, about the cover up and how paranoid the mayor is, and wow, like just so many. What is it? I, wrote... I wrote notes? Hold on. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh, Fidel Castro. Told an interviewer for National Public Radio that Jaws was a marvelous metaphor about the con- uh, corruption of capitalism.
0: Wow, so people they okay, so people were putting stuff on it that may had not it may have not been intended, right? But they were able to sort of fit their own worldview into correct particular aspects of the story. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. well that's because it because
1: de- it deals with. You know how uh, money is more important than people's safety, right? To some of these characters, it deals with um, Quint kind of hunting down this. It's almost like a Moby Dick kind of a thing where he's hunting down this shark, yeah, uh, to prove something to himself. The whole the whole thing about the USS Indianapolis, Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, Indianapolis, Um, is an actual story. Where he talks about um, the the ship that goes down and all of the people in the water getting picked off by sharks right. uh, is a real thing that happened. Um, so I think it speaks to people on different levels, right? Certainly, and I think for for women too, like you kind of see Ellen Brody is just like this matriarch character who cannot do anything about what is happening she's trying to protect her family and you know she just kind of has to support her husband mm. which is very of its time and she ends up being the hero of uh jaws the revenge she's like the lead character <laughs> which one is that that's the fourth one Four. yeah michael Kane is in that one really he is is he the shark he is not the shark nah. he's a pilot named hoagie
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: delicious who, yes who falls in love with ellen uh, because Brody's had a heart attack, so she's free to, free to mingle. Oh, good.
0: And she picks Michael Kite. She does. <laughs> yes. Hello. Hello. My name is Hoagie.
1: Hello. I fly a plane.
0: So, one, one happens, it's huge. Mm-hmm. Blockbuster. Yes. Did they even have the term at that time? They had to invent I the term. that
1: they invented the term.
0: You're busting the block.
1: Bl- yep.
0: So, they're like, clearly we have to make a second one. Mm-hmm. So was there ever intended to, was it ever intended to have a sequel
1: uh not originally they were like
0: we've blown up the sharks what more, more can <laughs> we're we, good. we can't do anything
1: no more sharks uh spielberg turned down the sequel because he said that doing sequels were uh, a carny, carny hack oh like, and then he went and did uh, indiana jones right um it was fine <laughs> it was fine uh but um the co-writer from the first movie Carl Gottlieb uh, wrote the second movie. Um, And it's actually fine. Mm -hmm. It's not as good as the first one, but it's fine. Um, And then the third one is where it really goes way downhill. Yeah. I don't know how much you know about the third one.
0: Uh, That's the 3D one, right? Correct. Yeah. Is that the one that was filmed here?
1: Set at SeaWorld. Okay,
0: that's because that's the thing that everybody loves talking about here.
1: Mm-hmm. They
0: love pulling out that fact. Yeah.
1: Oh, Jaws 3D, that was filmed in Orlando. Yeah, sure was. There okay. was no sharks involved. They are all CG. Um, so that Is one, that true? Most of them.
0: What year was that movie made?
1: Uh, 70 something. 70.
0: Oh, no, 83. Jaws 3D was? Mm hmm. And they were.
1: They were all they were all CG sharks, for the most part. Yikes! Yeah, okay. they looked real bad, real real bad. Uh, and they did a lot of cheap three D tricks uh-huh. where they like, there's an arm that gets severed and it kind of floats out. <laughs> and if you see it in two D, you're like, "Ow!" Oh, this <laughs> cool. is supposed to okay, and it goes on for way too long. Um, but uh, oh, gosh, what's his name? I don't remember his name. David something. Crap. Somebody famous is the uh, is the guy, the lead guy. He plays Michael Brody in the mm. Third Moon. Um, so you see the My, kids, the son, the son.
0: He's you growing s- up. You
1: see both of the sons in in the third and fourth movies. Okay. Um, played by different actors. <laughs> oh. Um, uh, oh God! I wish I could remember his name. Man, it's what really is going bother is, me? What is
0: the plight of these kids that they're just constantly oh, harangued by well,
1: sharks? Well, well, Sean Brody, the younger of the two sons in the third movie, um, it is revealed that he goes to college in Colorado. Hey, to get away from the water. Nice. <laughs> um, but then he goes and visits his his brother in Florida. Uh, Bad move. Leah Thompson is in it. Okay. I'm really going to be bothered by the fact that I can't remember this guy's name. It's okay. No. Someone's yelling it right now. Yeah, in their somebody's car. yelling it. Please yell it louder. Um
0: David Duchovny.
1: Oh, it's so close though. So.
0: David Brenner. No. David King King <laughs> David.
1: <laughs> King David. Uh it'll come to me. It'll come to me. Um So but
0: so okay, so did two do well enough that they decided to do a third or was it just like some yeah, sort of well, cynical Cash well, grab.
1: They were they were profiting off of the fact that, you know, Friday the 13th did a, a 3D movie and it did very well. And they were like, well, we can do one too. Right. So they did. um And it was really bad. Sure. Just so, so bad. um There's a whole plot line about they find out uh, people are getting killed by sharks, of course, uh, at SeaWorld. They catch a great white, but it's a juvenile. Mm-hmm. And they think that's the one that was doing all the killing. Turns out that was the baby. Mama is stuck in the tubes. <laughs> there's like underwater tubes mm-hmm. that was uh, filmed in what is now the shark's uh, exhibit at SeaWorld. Yeah. With the big tube that you walk through and you can see all this stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But there's like this whole, it's it's a new exhibit at SeaWorld uh, where you can walk through underwater tubes and see all the terrors of the deep. And, da, 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 and terrors of the deep was actually a thing at the time at SeaWorld. Um, but there's a mama shark stuck in like that exhibit.
0: Uh-huh.
1: And then she gets flushed out into the rest of the park and starts attacking people.
0: So the movie takes place in, <laughs> in the park.
1: In SeaWorld, It's
0: yes. not just like they did close-ups of water shots and made it seem like it was... No. The ocean, or something. It no. takes place. There are shark attacks in the park.
1: Yes, Leah Thompson, and they
0: can't figure it out.
1: Correct. Leah Thompson plays a water skier because they used to have a water skiing show uh-huh. at Sea World. She, play, she plays that character. I hate this movie. Yeah, it's garbage.
0: I hate everything. about Oh, it's this super,
1: movie. super bad. Um, uh... Because the shark <laughs> was stuck in a tube. Yes. So they built they built these tubes, they, they, they and caught... they accidentally trapped it. They trapped it in there.
0: And nobody realizes, like, mm-hmm. hey, that big motherfucking shark we used to have suddenly is not around anymore.
1: Oh, they didn't know the shark was in there.
0: But didn't they <laughs> notice it missing? Or did they never know? No, they
1: never knew that it was there.
0: They never knew it existed. They
1: found they found the juvenile shark. Uh, Where did
0: they think the juvenile came from? I don't
1: know. The ocean.
0: What, a free willy all yeah. the way from the Gulf of Mexico? I don't know. I hate this movie.
1: Yeah, it's garbage. Um... the fourth one's almost worse because it goes into uh
0: explaining the third one
1: no it goes into um sean brody is killed at the very beginning of the movie
0: good (laughs) should have stayed in colorado he is
1: the he is the chief of police in amity now for some reason he was scared he went to colorado and then he came back to amity anyway um he gets killed uh Michael Brody and his wife and his daughter come for the funeral to Amity. Mm-hmm. Ellen Brody is in shambles. She is her world is shattered.
0: She's a hundred years old. She said,
1: "This is this, she's a hundred years old." <laughs> uh, she says, "This shark killed your brother. This shark killed your father." And Michael goes. Dad died of a heart attack. (laughs) And she goes, but it was the fear. It was the fear of the sharks. And I was like, oh, God. Um,
0: (laughs) Strap yourself in. So
1: it's revealed that there was a curse on the Brody family.
0: Okay.
1: And the shark.
0: I'm starting to like this again. The shark
1: family that has been attacking the Brody family since the first movie. It's the same shark family. So, yeah. Um, so, <laughs> so it sounds like somebody
0: made the same realization I just did, which mm-hmm. was like, "Why, man? These these this family is just getting yeah yeah nothing but shark attacks all the time." Yeah, we got to come up with something. There's a reason. Curse. curse, curse, great shark curse. Everybody go to lunch, do a bunch of cocaine. We'll shark see curse. you tomorrow.
1: Um, yeah, exactly. Um, Ellen flies back to the Bahamas where the, Michael Brody is doing uh, conk tagging. He's tagging conks to chart their migration.
0: Okay. He says, like the shells.
1: Yeah, yeah, they're actual creatures. Right, right, right. Though. Just,
0: <laughs> I'm just.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. So, she's like, I don't want you working near the water. I don't. And and Michael goes, Mom, sharks don't go to the Bahamas. The water's too warm. They don't like it, which is true. Mm-hmm. They prefer seventy-five degrees and under. Um. But the shark follows them to the Bahamas.
0: Curses don't care for science.
1: Mm-mm. Nope.
0: Who reveals the curse?
1: Uh, Ellen talks about it. Just. She's like well, apropos of nothing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then Michael goes, "You don't believe in that voodoo, do you?" And then that's kind of it. <laughs> it's like the end of it, right?
0: Um, <clears throat> but they attempt to pay some sort of lip service to this idea. Yes. Okay. So, so the this the shark family. Mm-hmm. Is destined to forever follow the Brody. F- follow family. the Brody family.
1: Yep, until the end of the fourth movie. When I guess that's it. That's the end. <laughs> they curse over. She she straight up runs a boat into the shark, a la Little Mermaid.
0: Nice. Okay.
1: Yeah. All of these shark deaths, by the way, in all of these movies, are way more spectacular. Than the one in the book where homeboy just ends up s- not able to swim anymore and he dies because he can't move. Sharks die if they can't. Right. If they, they're not moving because right. the water isn't going over their gills. They can't breathe. They suffocate. They die.
0: Yeah.
1: The end of this movie is... it. The end of the book is like... It stops swimming and then it just kind of floats away huh. down into the water. And that's it. Bye, Bruce. End. Bye-bye. Oh, yeah. You know why the name is Bruce, right? No.
0: But I will say that back on the Kevin Smith thing, yeah. Brody's last name is Bruce.
1: Brody Bruce? Brody Bruce. I didn't know that. Yeah. Um Bruce was the name of Steven Spielberg's divorce lawyer.
0: <laughs> okay. It's so nice. They, uh So that's not a name given in the in the book. That's no, no. that's
1: That's a that's like that's a, a nickname. lore. It's a lore name. Mhm. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, the shark doesn't have a name in the book.
0: We call him Jaws.
1: Jaws. That actually, there's a whole thing in this anniversary edition, like three pages of him coming up with ideas for the title of the book, and then he just kind of settled on Jaws because it was quick. He said, "Right, it was quick and snappy. That was it." Well,
0: <laughs> I mean, it's, it worked. Yeah, I guess so. It certainly worked. Sure did. So what what are the uh, what are the lasting sort of things for you in terms like what do you what do you why do you connect with it so much? Is it because of the ride?
1: I think it's a lot of because of the ride. Yeah. Um, yeah. It...
0: Oh, and in Mallrats, the <laughs> um, the the big plan, T.S.'s big plan is to propose to his girlfriend in the Jaws ride after the shark pops out of the water. Oh, that's right. And Brody says that's the most romantic thing I've ever heard. Oh, that's right. And then they do. There is a, there is are a, they at, there is a shot of that.
1: Are they at Orlando?
0: I think it's Orlando.
1: Was the shark flying out of well, the water? Well, that's why I think it's Orlando cuz no. <laughs> it's just a Oh yeah, then yeah. That's you definitely know. Orlando then. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. I haven't seen Mallrats in a long time.
0: Yeah, I haven't either, but I'm starting I'm I'm thinking back and I'm going, "Oh yeah, that's another reference to Jaws. yeah.
1: yeah.
0: Yep. Yep, that's another reference. But anyway, so right. so you connect with it because of the ride.
1: Yeah. Um it... <sighs> It was just like one of the best experiences, one of the happiest span of years uh, that I had had working Mm -hmm. in theme parks, Mm -hmm. Um, just because it was so, uh, it was a lot of the, the people were a lot of it, but it was also like you had to learn so much about the movies. Right. So that if the boats broke down, you could talk about them, um, and it was just such a staple of of the parks for so long. And I'm a big theme park nerd. Yeah. Um. So like, I think yeah, the rides definitely contributed to the fact that I'm I know too much about yeah all the stuff. Well, and I'm
0: sure you would get like diehards too that would show up and mm-hmm. would uh, almost try to test you right oh or yeah
1: for sure well i mean they, they just didn't, wanted to talk they didn't have a lot of time to do that but like you you would come up with a backstory for your skipper mm-hmm. um, do you remember yours i do <laughs> it's real stupid um so i was the illegitimate child of ellen and and matt hooper oh they conceived a child and i was it <laughs> wow!
0: So you're going into book territory. Book
1: territory. That's. I was like, I'm gonna be super nerdy about it. Yeah. Because only a couple people know about this.
0: Your motel baby.
1: Yep, motel baby. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, that's why when Brody Brody used to talk to us over the intercom, and I'd go, Ugh. <laughs> "Nice, shut up, Dad. <laughs> you're not my real Dad." Um, but yeah, it uh, it was super. Super cool. Like I there were so few things and and even fewer now where you could perform and interact with the guests. Right. You know what I mean? Um and theming has always been a really big deal to me. Uh when I wasn't on boat, talking to kids about sharks was super fun. Like mm-hmm. Raptor Encounters really the the closest to that I can get now.
0: Yeah.
1: um, Where you just kind of build this world for this kid and you see them go, oh my God. Yeah. This is real.
0: Yeah, and it's unfortunate with raptor encounter too because I feel like it's perpetuating a myth about raptors that isn't true. It's making them seem more dangerous than they actually are. They're dying
1: out. You know
0: know what I mean? Raptors, they just want to nip. They just want to see what you are and then... See what
1: you are and then go... uh, If if you're not food, then they don't bother you.
0: Yeah. Yeah. But um, so then, so so Jaws obviously closes down, and in its place is built Diagon right, Alley, right. Um, which we've sort of touched upon um, in a previous episode, but but we didn't really get into the specifics or a lot of specifics of like.
1: You talking about that Sean episode? Yeah, where I was yelling at the radio yeah, about so all now, the different. <laughs> so here's your chance.
0: So we hit upon the the shrunken heads. Yes. Right, mm-hmm. and I think I mentioned maybe a jaw somewhere hanging up in there the There is a jaw in
1: the apothecary window next to Florian Fortescue's. Okay. Uh, it's a little bit hidden. It's towards the back. Um, yeah, I don't
0: think I've ever actually seen it.
1: Uh, I'll point it out next time I'm in. Um, in Wiseacres, mm-hmm. there is a uh, telescope that is built out of the parts of the old boat.
0: Oh, okay.
1: Cool. Um, you'll see, you you could see the wheel is like I don't even know what kind of part that is in a telescope that makes it go up and down, but like crank mm-hmm. or something is the wheel. Um, telescope crank. Telescope crank. Sounds right. Yeah. Um, there is a uh, a building built into the concrete wall at Carket Market stage that is right in the same place as the cannery was. So mm-hmm. there was Stevens Cannery, a uh, uh, Formerly the Ocean Spray cannery when it was uh sponsored, sponsored by Ocean Spray. <laughs> very nice. Um that was in the same place as the Carket Market Stage is now, and they have a there's a wooden building built out uh from the wall that's right over where death is. Yeah. I've... That's right where the cannery is.
0: Is it made to sort of look it like looks, the cannery? It
1: looks very similar
0: really? to it. Really? Yeah, I've yeah, always yeah. wondered about that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh interesting. Yeah. Okay.
1: Yeah. Um
0: some of the record albums I know reference Jaws. Yeah, there's
1: uh Here's to swimming with bow-legged women by Quint and the something. I don't, I don't know. Um, yeah, there's a couple of records that reference it.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. that's cool. And if uh, if I have my geography correct, there's a road backstage, mm-hmm. right? That's called is it Amity Way or something?
1: I don't know what it is. But yeah, that used to be where the extended queue was, Mm -hmm. right between Fear Factor. Right. Um, And they used to build, that was the line for Halloween Horror Nights, when they used to have all the houses in the Amity queue. Mm -hmm. Um, That was where the line was for that. Goes out to Perimeter Road. Yeah. yeah.
0: And Bruce is still hanging up. Bruce is
1: still, Bruce moved over to San Francisco, which doesn't a lot of sense whatever <laughs>
0: you had to put them somewhere i
1: still think that they should have put one of the two fins in the lagoon and just had it come up every so often
0: that <laughs> so would have been somebody cool. goes oh
1: who yeah da, who's it
0: yeah get fin. that same experience from the movie
1: hell yeah
0: did something just roll over a small child out there i
1: think so um did you know that russell is uh dave russell is it was in one of the q videos Hotels. No. Yeah.
0: Dave Russell from SAC? SAC. Oh,
1: wow. Mm-hmm. I did not know that. He, I don't remember what character he played, but he was like a captain or something, sea captain. That's cool. Yeah. Small world. Yeah, yeah.
0: Um, so uh, as we kind of wrap up here, usually I ask, like, is there anything that you wish that we would have talked about? Any sort of fun facts or anything that we didn't get to? Um, but you, you did mention that, you know, going into being a skipper, you needed to know a lot of obscure things. So mm-hmm. let's, uh, I mean, I, I would like to know some of those things, things <laughs> to look for in the movie or, you know, just stuff that we all, I mean, we all know, uh, you know, the general stuff. Sure. The shark doesn't show up for a while and that's because they couldn't blah, blah, blah. But what are some like, do you have any of those really cool, uh,
1: niche things yeah. from the movie? Or
0: like, um, Easter eggs.
1: Um, well, one that I actually just saw, if you watch the the fourth one.
0: Mm-hmm. Which I will.
1: Oh, which you should. I
0: love movies. Uh, Michael
1: Caine. <laughs>
0: hang their entire plot on the premise oh, of a boy. curse.
1: Oh, boy. brother. Love those. Um, Alex Kittner, who is the kid that gets killed in the first movie on the raft. Mm-hmm. His mother is in the fourth movie. She's not credited, but... We were watching it with the captions on and it said, Miss Kittner says da da da, da. and I oh. was like, What <laughs> what? <laughs> what why would you Why is she there? <laughs> yeah. And they don't even they don't ever reference her ever again, but right. it was just like this is her. Interesting. Bye. <laughs> um
0: Sorry about your curse.
1: Sorry about it.
0: I must be too. Yeah. All of these other deaths that happened. Remember? She,
1: I mean, <laughs> she's real hung up on her kid, man.
0: Oh, you know. get over it. Get
1: over it. What? Why don't you just send him out there, do the thing? Um. Oh, I'm looking through my notes. Hold, hold for show. Um. Mm, 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 mm. Um. 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 From the movie, I don't remember a lot of. We've been over a lot of the stuff that is kind of cool. Yeah. uh, About it, Um, there was a uh, a scene where um, Michael goes to play with his friends in the pond at the behest of his father. Right. During the yeah, the pond's for old ladies. Uh, so he goes and plays in the pond, and this guy goes over to check on them. Because the shark has been seen already going Mm -hmm. towards the pond. Um, That was supposed to be a much more gruesome scene as well. Where you would see the shark clamp onto this guy. Blood, 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 blood. Shark keeps going after Michael. And pushes him in the boat with this guy screaming. Oh, snap. Like... It was supposed to be way worse. Yeah, and they just couldn't get the fucking shark to work. Right. Like, <laughs> there's so many more gruesome things that they could have done had the mechanics worked. Right. Um.
0: Do you think? I mean, but don't you think that the movie is better for it?
1: I think it is. Yeah. I think if there if it had been more gory, I think it would have taken away a little bit of the.
0: Yeah, I think it dilutes it a bit because when you think of. The the, the the shock factor of it, there there's very few moments that sort of pop into your head. Yeah. You know? And mostly it's like it's the it's not even seeing the shark. It's watching like the, the head bob underwater sure. you know, or the or the um the the face suddenly appearing in the in the window, you yeah. know, of the you know, and it's just like, Whoa. Yeah. You know, and if you had too many of those it would start to be like, oh, okay.
1: Yeah. Um one thing that people get wrong it's the most mi- it's one of the most misquoted quotes yeah is people think it's we're gonna need a bigger boat it's you're gonna need a bigger boat mm. he's talking to quint right um it's that and it's uh luke i am your father yeah, Those yeah are the yeah. two most misquoted
0: interesting imp- was that an improvised line i thought i heard that at one point
1: uh i know the uss indianapolis monologue was improvised
0: oh, okay
1: but yeah. i'm not sure about that line
0: Maybe it was, I think Adam and I were, were joking about it one day that he had made it up, and then he liked it so much that he kept trying to put it into
1: the rest of the movie,
0: which kind of bears out if you watch it with that in mind. He does say it, I think, one or two times more.
1: He does, as, as that scene is fading out, he goes, don't you think we're going to need a bigger boat? Hey, <laughs> yeah. Hey, man,
0: in don't, enough- don't you-
1: hey we're gonna
0: need a if you watch it if you watch it with like an improv point of view in mind where he's like he should came up with it and he was box? like you guys did you hear what I just said hey
1: guys that's pretty good line <laughs> we need another um, it
0: becomes much funnier yeah um, well thank you Megan this was yeah. very interesting I appreciate you coming out and talking to there's me about so this there's so
1: much I feel like uh, it, I, I should have had a I feel like I should have done an Amanda words and written down Point by point. Right. What came first? The thing
0: is, is like Mighty Ducks grew. (laughs) It sounds like Jaws, it just fizzled.
1: Mm, That's true. It went
0: one, two, Mm. fine, three, horrible piece of shit. Four, (laughs) should have been seen by more people because of the curse, but probably wasn't. God, it's so bad. What can you say?
1: It's terrible. It's terrible. Ellen Brody, though.
0: Read the book. See the movie.
1: You really should read the book. If you haven't read the book, you really should.
0: Come it. to Diagon Alley Come and to Diagon Alley, reminisce about what used to be
1: just, just, just.
0: just under the surface, that shark.
1: <laughs> Ooh, they're still under there.
0: Dun, dun.
1: <laughs>
0: well, thank you, Megan. What would you say? Good podcast? Great podcast. Great. Great podcast. This episode. Great. Great episode. I agree.
1: I think we're going to need a... I think bigger. you're going to need
0: <laughs> a bigger boat.
1: All
0: right, Shitty. thanks for coming.
1: Yeah. Bye. Bye. What Am I
0: Missing is edited, produced, and hosted by me, Brett Walden, with original music by Anthony Smith. Special thanks to Megan Borkus, if for nothing else, confirming just how bad the series got after Jaws 2. If you would like to know more about me or listen to past episodes, you can find it all at facebook.com slash whatamimissingpod. If you have any questions, comments, or curses about anything you heard today, you can email me at whatamimissingpodcast at gmail dot com. Please make sure to rate us on whatever app you choose to listen to podcasts on, and go ahead and tell your friends about us, pretty please. And now, here's a preview of next week's episode. And so DC hands uh-huh. the keys hands the keys the keys to their to their uh, to what they hope is their kingdom. They hope this is their MCU. Right. To Zack Snyder. Yeah and they bring in Christopher Nolan to be a producer on it but Christopher Nolan has already said after
1: Dark Knight Rises I am done with this genre had a great time yeah three movies that even the worst one was not bad pretty good um and
0: I'm, I'm done with it right thanks for listening